The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. I'm Jeff Bell. I'm Patty Rising. Burglaries are on the decline in San Jose. As KCBS's Matt Bigler reports, one of the main reasons is that homeowners continue to install security cameras, which are becoming more affordable. Brittany works from home in San Jose, and after she recently moved into the Willow Glen neighborhood, she installed home security cameras. The cameras, the alarm, you know, there's everything that's going to protect me. And if something does happen, it goes beep, 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 door open or whatever, right? Do you set the alarm to stay Every when day. you're at home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every day. The growing popularity of those home security systems is one of the main reasons that San Jose Police say home burglaries are down nearly 40 percent between 2014 and 2018. According to the Mercury News, police have also been focusing on burglary crews that are behind many of the break-ins. I mean, the biggest issue we've seen is homelessness, right? There's a lot of homelessness. John Bellamerick also installed a security camera. I asked his daughter, Audrey. Does it give you peace of mind knowing that your dad has put up all these cameras around the house? Yes, it really helps. It soothes my anxiety about it. Meanwhile, violent crime is up slightly here, about 3%, largely due to a six-year rise in aggravated assaults. In San Jose, Matt Bigler, KCBS. A woman is dead and a man is under arrest in an alleged home invasion robbery that went bad. KCBS reporter Bob Butler joins us from the scene where the homeowner reportedly shot the two intruders. Bob? Yeah, Patty, Jeff, it started as an apparent home invasion of a townhouse on Monaghan. Police say that the homeowner was asleep in his bed about 1130, heard banging on the front door, grabbed his gun and went downstairs, looked out the window and saw who he recognized to be his ex-girlfriend. He had broken up with her just last week. He cracked open the door. The door burst open. The girl and another man with a gun ran inside. Uh, Apparently, the gunman may have fired at the homeowner. He fired his back, hitting both of them. He goes out and calls 911. Uh, 911 uh, paramedics get here. The girlfriend, ex-girlfriend is dead. The other man is wounded. It's not clear what they were doing here, but uh, the other man is now under arrest, recovering from his wounds in the hospital. He likely faces charges. It's unclear if the homeowner does as well. Reporting live in Dublin, Bob Butler, KCBS. Thank you, Bob. The high surf advisory continuing along the coast today. KCBS's Jennifer Hodges says it has already caused its fair share of damage in the city of Capitola. The Capitola Wharf has been closed because of structural damage. Steve Jesberg is the city's public works director. There's a series of pilings holding up the wharf, and two of those pilings uh, snapped there about... I think 12 to 18 inches in diameter. Residents hoping to get out on the wharf are being greeted instead by a large metal gate and a sign that reads, don't go beyond this point. I mean, it causes some damage. It's pretty strong and not not often, but it's wood. It's not going to last forever. Broken pilings during hind surf are, are not uncommon on Capitola Wharf. Mm-hmm. So it's just the location of these underneath the... Uh, hoist itself that's causing the concerns now. The National Weather Service says 14 to 15 foot waves are in the forecast. No word as far as when the wharf may reopen. In Capitola, Jennifer Hodges, KCBS. As you may have heard on our network news, federal health officials plan to ban most flavored e-cigarettes popular with underage teenagers. But the plan from the Trump administration includes major exceptions that benefit companies that make and sell e-cigarettes and adults who use the nicotine-emitting devices. Snow-top mountains mean more water during warmer months. As KCBS's Carrie Hudasek reports, California's water supply is in good shape so far this year. Snow water content up in the Sierra Nevada mountains is at 11 inches and 33 and a half inches in snow depth. 
the first snow survey of 2020. State Department of Water Resources spokesman Chris Orak says those numbers show California is doing slightly better than last year because of all the storms we saw in November and December. Last year we had a storm the last week of November, beginning of December, and then not again until the end of December. Whereas this year we had a series of storms all the way through December that brought us this good start. But now, only Mother Nature knows what the next couple months are going to bring us. He says the amount of snow we get will determine how much water will melt and eventually run off to state reservoirs during the warmer months. He says that information is critical to water managers who allocate California's natural water resources to regions downstream. And if more water is coming down, they have to release more. So by coming up here and measuring, we're able to forecast how much water is going to go into those reservoirs, giving those operators knowledge before that water gets there. California's wettest months are typically December, January, and February. That's when the state receives 50% of its overall precipitation. Carrie Hudasek, KCBS. Mass evacuations along Australia's New South Wales coastline are said to be the biggest relocation of people that the region has ever seen. As KCBS's Holly Kwan explains, a renowned UC Berkeley fire expert explains why he thinks California should consider Australia's approach to fire preparation. The eerie similarities between California and Western Australia create the perfect opportunity to learn. I still look at Australia as one of the world's leaders of trying to actually engage people in issues around fire. Cal Professor Scott Stevens is a leading fire researcher. Five years ago, he spent time in Western Australia studying drought and fire behavior. They do a much better job building their structures to try to withstand attack from embers and um, sparks. They do a little bit better in terms of planning communities, where they build, putting in uh, fuel breaks around communities that are actually paid for by the development themselves. So when you build something in Australia, a lot of times the downhill slope of your community is always going to be a fire-safe area. You can't even put houses there because fires come up ridges faster and they can threaten communities. And they teach people how to protect their own homes. But in California, fire officials don't like that approach. Mike Moeller is Cal Fire Deputy Chief. It's more of a risk to put uh, the public with a false sense of security that they could defend their property from a, uh, you know, a, a wind-driven fire. It's Our focus has to be on early evacuation, safe evacuation, um, and then it also frees up those um, thoroughfares to get equipment in. So that's really our focus. Holly Kwan, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS radio.